finally live again on this special Halloween week, episode 27. Some might say the most unluckiest motherfucking age, but I can tell you from last from actual experience, I survived 27. So, how we doing, fellas? Spooky. Halloween good. gang. Yeah, yeah. Halloween gang. Full effect. Ready for the festivities. 27 clothes. Yeah. You already know atmosphere. the best trio in all the game. We got Money Malcolm over here. You. Teddy Loose. Yes, indeed. And your own prophecy himself. You got your boy, Chris. Fish and chips and Chris. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> that is really a new tagline. But no, shit is lit, y'all. We're in Halloween. I know everybody's been kind of in the spirit a little bit. I've noticed that a lot of people has been in the Halloween spirit this year. And also past like past couple of years. Yeah. I I ain't gonna hold you the past few years of Halloween. Like it's been like a two week holiday. Like it Oh yeah because it was on the weekend. So it's always they always some people throw the, the party a week before mm-hmm. and then the week of Halloween you get more parties. You gotta pick out like five, six costumes, huh? It's getting, it's getting crazy out here. Usually, back in the day, you just got your little one costume. You went to the parade, it was over. Yeah. Nah, I remember it was like a. He was right, because I think Halloween was on a Sunday like a few years ago, and it was like that weird, like two week Halloween, like the week before Shit. do you party, and then like, the week See, after. Remember when we went to. Um, do you party still? We went to, um, what you call it? Tonic, that one Halloween week. And they had the little Halloween party over there. Oh, yes. I do remember that Tonic East. Shout out to Tonic East. I don't know if it's open right now, but that was another one of our mainstays in the city. And it was funny before we got on, guys, because we were talking about another place that we used to frequent as NHL employees. The Mean Fiddler in Midtown closed its doors. A lot of great memories in that place. Man, man oh man. Because I know we come to you guys as like a wrestling trio, but we all hung out in person and worked together, went out together, party together. Oh, uh, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Some more often than others. Money Malcolm but a little was there before. Me. <laughs> oh, man. But now nah, that shit hit me. I because I didn't. I um because I know Ashley reposted it, and I was like, "Damn!" Because that was like one of the main spots that at my time at the store like was was around. I still remember the first time I, I went to the filler with Chris. Mm, it was um, those are some good times. You remember that it was um you Otto Bobby. We was at um Langan's first RP Langan's. Then um we was you know, we was having a good one. Then we decided, hey, let's go down to filler. I think Jerome and the boys is down there. 
went to meet up with them. We had a few female acquaintances with us. <laughs> and, a few hey, more. Hey man, they I Chris Chris used to always joke about it, but I seen in person that night. The Krugers is on them. Oh no, nah, Chris get love everywhere. This is a known fact. No, but this one particular was was real real funny. It really really made my night. Oh she was she was a she was a Chris Mark. Exactly. She was yeah, a mark for Chris. <laughs> but no, it's funny, like um like when you think about like in retrospect, like how really like the location of that store literally was like the perfect spot for like going out. Yeah, it was the hub. It was like in the middle of everything. Yeah, I was gonna say, and it didn't even have to be in Manhattan. Like if something was like in Astoria or like Lower Bronx or at your Brooklyn. Yeah, because all the trains are right there, so you could go, you know, everywhere in a quickie. Um it was it was lit. No. I miss those now we had some good times. Yeah, the the go home show before we was the go home show, we was the go bar show. <laughs> we was the the liquid lunch crew. <laughs> or oh, the liquid closing crew. I still have a video of Mr. Money Malcolm. I think my first official night out, my man with the three sixty <laughs> You know <laughs> my son did a whole three you gotta see the video. Like this is some go home. Hall this, of Fame. This is the this is the night we lost VIP Danny clearance like three video. Yep. <laughs> but nah, shit's lit. Um, but yeah. So all other than that, and our favorite places to hit, I know we had some crazy ass um shows coming on. We had Hell in the Cell, and we had Halloween Havoc. Yes. And you know, we talked about this, you know, past episodes about Hell in the Cell, you know. Not really our favorite pay per view, especially last mm-hmm. year. You know that caused a lot of that caused. A, I think a lot of people started rock, watching WWE after last Hell in the Cell. Um, yeah, it was just. Yeah, you were saying. Nah, it was just overall bad. Like they literally, the Fiend, Seth Rollins, and Hell in the Cell did not. All three of them at that same place in time. That literally almost broke Seth's heart. Like, he was broken after that. Because <laughs> it was garbage. He, like, he was never the same after that. That's why, you know, he turned into the Messiah. Because <laughs> that's also another thing, too. Like, if was Seth Rollins caught from that Hell in a Cell, um, in a sense, was a little bit, was kind of like that ire from fans directed at management that since... The people behind the scenes aren't yeah, in the ring. Like, you, you're you're like the, the one Roman, the Roman that's going to get the right boost there. from that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like you catch like the heat. Like it's not even really towards you. It's for people who made the decision. Like you're catching the heat from for them. And a lot of people, like you said, was very upset at the Hell in the Cell finish, which un- understandably was. Like like you said, we've seen so much shit. Happened in Hell in the Cell for to have a stoppage over, especially the guy that's like, "Oh, I'm the most creepiest dude around. Nobody can stop me." 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was it was garbage. Chris, Chris, didn't you like that? You like that match though, right? Nah, Chris hated it. Honestly, I did. I had no problems with it. Really? I thought you. I thought yeah, you I remember the you liking that match. You was like one of the. Few I remember. Players. I liked the match. The finish was like, eh. But I and that's when I said, I was like, I get, I get why they did it this way. But it was unpopular and people hated it. It's just like, yo, who, who, who ends a match like this? I have a cell. Not just a regular match. Yeah, the match hey, came in with a lot of heat, you know, because of the red cell too. A lot of people was complaining about that. I was like, Ooh. oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> that thing is such an eyesore. It wasn't bad this go around, I guess, because it's like too many like, like, like fans' heads. Like, cause you know when they do like the overall shot, you get, you get like a blurred image yeah. like, between like yeah. the little holes. So you didn't really get that this time around because it was like the screens. But yeah, I remember last year it was like, who the fuck brought this Toys R Us looking cage and put it over the ring? Like, who, who, whose man was this? I don't know if y'all noticed this. This year the set was a bit higher too. Looked a bit higher than usual. I guess that goes with with the whole no fans thing. So I don't know if there's like certain regulations to like make sure like. Some like a good amount of people are like able to see and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they were just like able to go crazy. I think, but it did look a little higher. You, you right about that? It always been high. Yeah, it's always been high. But I noticed like this year, look, I don't know, probably a few inches higher. Look, no, what you? I think that they, a lot of stuff was. <laughs> I think the why it looked also a little higher is because since the arena's technically closed up a little bit more. It's gonna make the structure look even bigger. Yeah, oh, got you. You know, and they had um, the advertisement on the top and all that. So I think that also what would made it look a little, you know, crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. No, I would say they had a step improvement because they had three Hell in a Cell matches this year and take away from like the responses like nobody really hated any of them so that's that's a step in the direct right yeah, direction they definitely um i think they aced the the, mat, the hell in the cell matches um wanna... but i don't know three i i, I would like to see them uh, to at least bring that number down but the, the the three that they did was three was three key storylines no, nah, it it was it was deserving. I'll give it this year, like for like, I'm just saying for like three Hell in a Cell matches. A year. I mean, that's the thing that we talked about last time. You know, going away with this pay per view to begin with. True, but you know, it is what it is. You want to get into the 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 first match, the man, yo, your man, real Robert, main event. Yo, I know the Oscars. I, the real I main the Oscars event. Is not nowhere near, <laughs> but. Roman Reigns, best actor of the year. I'm about to say best act, best supporting actor. Oh yeah, fact, shout out to Jason. <laughs> but no, I, I like this match though. This it was um a great continuation from previous, mm-hmm. while also adding on to it, and kind of fresh to see a I Quit and a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, you don't get those too often. No. It's been a it's been a long time. 
Yeah, um, been a long time. Um, probably in the ring, the the the, the previous match they had was probably better, but I agree. But I felt like the emotion, especially with everything that went into it from beginning to end, I like this match probably mm-hmm. a little better. Even though I loved last match as well, but um, I think they did everything. The jump off the couch, yeah, yeah. This is definitely that. This threw me off the couch doing this one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how I felt. How y'all felt about the own match? All right, Chris. Um, like real shit. Honestly, it the the match itself from the first one was obviously best. This was a really good continuation, a really great part two. Um, it definitely yes, and also another part. No, because some people thought it was like the conclusion. No, but it's just another part. No, this is just this is just another. Another chapter in it. They've been doing a really great job with telling the story even further from the first match, which you don't get to see a lot. You know, it's always more heavy wrestling based, but I think you, with what's going on, it gets you both involved in the match itself, but also just emotionally. Um, the ending, having the Wild Samoans at the end. And kind of doing the presentation of like, you've earned your spot at the at, at the table. That was um, that that was honestly perfect. Um, I could not have honestly that caught me with a really wild surprise because I don't other than seeing the motherfuckers rolling like twenty five hundred deep at the at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's actually the first time they've actually been. In um in an actual WWE setting like that being on display, and I thought it was it was perfect. It's kind of like you're you're meeting the elders. You you've earned your keeps. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously this is something that's going to lead to the Usos. You know, kind of like not so much falling in line, but more like you know what, like we're brothers, we're family, like and per- and protecting the head exactly. The one bringing, you know, I know this is, yeah, exactly. So I know this is going to be one of, they're still waiting for Jimmy to, you know, get fully medical clear, um, for it to be like a really nice staple. Um, but obviously, you know, it, they're going to end up winning the tag titles. The ultimate goal and finish has to lead through one road the bloodline, the bloodline versus. Who do you say? Who? Yes. Who? 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 The one himself, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm. Like if this doesn't end, it, it has to happen. Um, you know, I don't. It's gonna suck if we don't have a true WrestleMania. Um, and, and then I'd like, mm-hmm. like the, the keystones that Roman said during the speech of. I'm the one that's that that's been providing family. Yeah, you know, you know, and then you know, Rock probably sees that like, huh? You know how they set the whole angle up with that? Oh no, no, Chris is right. This is like because I'm pretty sure WWE they don't really know for sure if he can because of like a whole lot of contracts and like Hollywood stuff. But 
this this is probably their golden yeah. mon is to have that. This match is the match that is going to make fucking Vinnie Mac come in his pants about fifty billion times. You know that meme <laughs> we always see of uh, of um of what uh, in South Park with Randy Marsh with on chair. and he's like literally like he just went on a completely jack off session. <laughs> yeah. This would be yeah. Vince McMahon's moment. Like, this is also box office money. This is this is it's also gonna be the match that takes um Roman all the way to absolutely. Um, but this would also put Roman on top. Plain and simple, this has to lead for Roman Rock. Um. And Roman yeah. the Rock. And then you can do, I think it'll also be great um, doing the whole presentation. I know they've been trying to do a whole induction with The Rock um, for the Hall of Fame. We don't know when that would happen, but I think it would be a great tie-in where it's like, hey, you know, we're going we're gonna to induct The Rock, and they're doing this whole thing. And what ends up happening is, Roman comes up and he's like, yeah, you think you took care of everybody, but I'm the one who's, you know, who's really the head of the family. I'm the tribal chief. Mm. Um, and I think <laughs> that's how you, that's how, I, that's one way I would try to like bring it all in. It's more of a shot. It doesn't have to be all oh, the rock, you know, somehow coming back to, to, to the rumble and winning it so it can be a title versus title. Honestly, it doesn't even have to be a title. Yeah. There does there Oh no 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 this this I would say if it is the title it's Roman being champion coming in and, and, honestly, and still retaining. If they're gonna book it um, like in a that. weird way, let's say ideally wouldn't it wouldn't happen because the fact that this is the this is the kind of match you want to have in front of a, a packed fucking stadium. You know, like, this is the match you want, but if somehow this is, you don't know what's going to end up happening down the line and you don't want to miss that that small window, why not make, I will be, okay. It's a yeah, very small window. Very small it's not window. something that I don't know if you can prolong it for another extra year. A lot can happen. A lot of scheduling can, you know, can conflict on that. But and there still hasn't been any location yet whether they're gonna continue to do Mania in LA or Tampa. So both places work out fucking amazing. You know, you guys, they're pretty much from from Florida. Then you have the Rock going Hollywood. Um, if you do Hollywood, you kind of give you that that pristine, like you know, the Rock made it. He's doing this. You like you sold out. You know, you're no longer tribal chief. I'm the one who's taking care of everybody. You can kind of set that up a little bit, but I'm okay if this, if somehow you can make it a very cool, traditional, um, cinematic match. You know, go like oh, we. I think we had this conversation. Oh, no, we said, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did when we when we when we first when we first um realized what the end game was was rocking. We was like. This could be like some shit. Exactly. This one is so family based, and they are outside of the ring in their own personal lives. They are very family oriented. So to have like that match in Samoa 
would be unique. It would be it would just take wrestling like where it really needs. You know, it's kind of like uh, like great. that scene in Blank Panther when like you wanted to challenge someone for for the seat. They all gather. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can we said that shit um. Like we said, they could do like the war dances. They could be like a, a something in the camera shot with like a homage to all like their fallen family. Throw the whole and, like this will be the entire Anoa'i family, and that could be the crowd, yeah, because they're their family. So I'm pretty sure COVID not really in the back of their mind, yeah, because they see each other almost every day. <laughs> so that that can be your crowd and and, and the only thing I'm I, I would love to see the storyline because I said it in the previous episode as well. I love the dynamic why is if this match does happen, it does split the family right down the middle. Like whose side are you on? Like Nia Jax, are you on Roman's side? Are you on Rock's? Like what about the Usos? What about Roman's father? What about Rock's mom? Like it's like mad shit. That can be like intertwined. Even Rikishi, like Rikishi, has a say. Like, are you gonna pick? I think you can get every family's intake on it, but I don't think, I don't, I don't think that they have Mm -hmm. to do it that way. If if that makes sense, like, I think it'll be like, hey, we know what's going on here. Um, we're good. Like, this is just more like. Earn your keep. There's, there's. That doesn't have to be a a a, a line that has to get on who's who. A divide. You know, I think traditionally you make a, a a very great traditional presentation on this, and honestly, that that that's how I would do it. I think selfishly, I would love to see this in person. But I think if you were to do some sort of traditional Samoan ritual like you, you you want your keep you have to really fight for it like I am I'm all for it mm-hmm. yeah and I'll say with the cinematic um cinem- cinematic match if Rock does take this to like his Hollywood whoever he has like the contract where he can say look it's cinematic so this is like less wear and tear like I might not be that much in danger going this way than like a regular wrestling match in front of fans and shit. Yeah, and then then what say say fans was I was bringing up like having it somewhere like it's outside of the ring. They put it in a safe place, you know. Obviously, it's gonna be like elder elderly people there. Have everybody there. Set up do the cinematic match. Mm-hmm. Set up, I guess probably like on an island or something, yeah. whatever. Even could take it back. If they want to, um, but you know they could do anything with the c- cinematic type of stuff, and they just and then like you said with the Rock contract wise, that's even better because it's like yo, this is not a full blown match. No, regardless, and I just like they could cut, they could mm-hmm. stop, like they did with the Taker match. And then, like I first brother, I'm pretty sure if Rock gets his way facing Roman, he can tell his Hollywood people, like, yo, I'm done after this. Like, I'm legit done. Like, I just gotta get this out the way. Like, you can have me for Jumanji <laughs> 4 and fucking whatever else to rock. Fast and Furious 11, whatever. Like, I just gotta wrestle this match, and me and wrestling 
is no more. They'd be like, you know what? All right. You know what, Dwayne, you son of a bitch? I'll take you up on that offer. Let's see. To come. You already know. Um, yeah, so uh, we got that. So that one was, we all agreed that was a banger. The first Absolutely. Um, before we jump into the other segment, can we talk about Otis and Mr. Yes, I was Mr. actually going to bring that up. Low and Otis. Did y'all see that? Low and Otis. Yes. They had Ron Simmons, JBL. My man. Right, an unpopular, unpopular opinion, opinion, by all means. Yeah. This might, this might give me some hate in the, in the wrestling streets, but Otis losing the money in the bank. Briefcase to me. That's actually what I was going to go. Um, I don't think – not to say that it was a good move. It, I mean, it is, it is but I, I don't know if it came down to buyer's remorse. And – no, 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 I was, was going to think, like, it, it could have been ahead. some sort of, like, buyer's remorse where, we're like, you know what, we put him with this briefcase. We, I, I think it came down to not really knowing what to really do with Otis. Yeah. And I was going to say with the whole fans being plucked away, because Otis' character is probably mm-hmm. one of the biggest, like, fan-reliant. Yeah. Type of characters. He just got the girl, he got the briefcase, and then people wanted to see him and cheer for him, but now with nobody there in the screen, it kind of comes yeah. off like a little flat. So I understand them and then the thing is with him getting the briefcase, I don't I don't think it's a knock on him. I do think he was rewarded for actually being entertaining and that damn good leading up to like the WrestleMania um build up and even yeah. after after like when no fans started coming. Cause I remember him and Oscar won and it felt like they like the two that really did their best in the mm-hmm. beginnings of the PC era got rewarded with the money in the bank. Oscar obviously got the championship because of the announcement, but it seemed like both of them got rewarded for doing a great yeah. job. And Once I think um, switched up. also to piggyback on it, the the monkey in the wrench there was um Roman coming back because he was yeah. on SmackDown. That is also true, and it felt like Otis like it did briefcase was he cashing on Roman right now as hot as he is yeah. being tribal chief? No, <laughs> it wasn't happening. Remember I was saying a few episodes ago, I was like, "Yo, Otis sees that Roman got the belt. He's about to go on a little vacay with Mandy. He's not about to be doing some stupid stuff." He knows better than that. Now, and then I, I must say, and then I like the transition to Orton because, as as fucked up it is, Tom is a flat circle. Randy Orton is the champion. Yes, and Miz is the ten years later. Who knows what will happen? And yeah, and then Randy Orton, his character would know that this has happened before, so he's really got to keep an eye out because. He did it once. Yeah, Miz mentioned that do it again. this Monday. And I think, and I think Miz, like I said, Otis, without the fans, comes off a little flat. I think Miz can carry the money in the brief, the money in the bank briefcase, and make it feel like something mm-hmm. like 
really good even without fans. Yeah, he cut a good promo after that, right after he got the briefcase. Like you see Miz with this shit, and you can pos- you can really realistically think like he can cash in at almost like any time. The type of like character he is. True. But no, I liked it. I, I like that. No, some people was upset, but Otis right no, now. No, but that's exactly what it is. I, I think that oh. they got to a point where I, I, I'm not surprised that it happened. I'm genuinely not surprised yeah. that it that it, that it happened. That's all. I yeah, I think that I don't think I don't think that was a fair. No. Um, the whole Miz thing. No, no, it wasn't I think a fail. I think people even agreed too that 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 Miz getting it was um was the right choice. No. No, I saw some people um when Otis lost, they felt like like why is this happening? Like Otis done it. But like I said, realistically where Roman Reigns doing the Roman Sometimes Reigns you gotta right now, and... that was not happening. Yeah. But um you know, our two favorite girls, Sasha mm. Bailey. They, they they actually they had a banger. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They had a banger. I was. They had a banger, no Brooklyn. You know, Sasha's turning into you know Miss Helen mm. Hill now. Mm, mm, mm. Three in a row. Yeah, they, even, they, did, they did the they did the little um Bailey documentary a few days before, you know. Um, Miss Pamela. Some stuff I don't I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil the documentary, but some stuff that happened in the documentary, real life stuff, uh, it makes me understand why Bailey probably, um, if they made that decision because of something that happened recently, why she dropped the belt. Um, um, something oh, okay. happened. Is she going nah, Becky Lynch on that? Happened personal and family wise, a death. Yeah, that I wouldn't be surprised if she's sidelined. Oh, okay. but um, you know, he's like, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, it's Sasha. Turner. Yeah, it's Sasha Turner. You know, it's the blueprint. Hey, hey. <laughs> and legit, if done right, and they need to do her first reign. But it's really gonna come justice. down to one thing: can she stay healthy? Not to be like that's that. I think that's probably one of the things that stops her. Is like, can can Sasha have? A successful, healthy run. Yeah, because then they're not—they're not, they're not going to put no. all the stock into. And I think that's what—that's what, what kind of like fucked her up before in the past. Yeah, her and Charlotte—it was like back and forth, switch off. She never really got. Yeah, real and we're not expecting to see belt. Charlotte, um, honestly, anytime soon. Um, probably. I know she's taking uh, some time off, you know, personal time, you know, being tranquila, you know, tranquila, some, some, you know, some injuries, some battle scars, but you know, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna have to be home to kind of just carry, carry the flag. Yeah. Um. You know, Sasha, you know, she's been putting on some bangers this year, you know, well-deserved. She's the, she won the tag title, won the world title, and now she won the SmackDown title this year. So, you know, it's been a good year for her. 
She is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she's a grand she slam about champion. To be, she about to be in the new Disney that new Disney joint yeah. coming up. Nah, Movie the, um, TV show. What's the joint? The joint on Disney Plus. Yeah, she's oh, in that. Oh, Mandalorian. Okay. I'm She's making big moves. She out here. Now, I'm, I'm happy for her. And this is this is a chance to shine, like like Chris said. Like, if she wants her, like, if she wants to be cemented in this, in the country's eye, country, company's eye as a player, this is a time now. Becky, Becky is pregnant. Charlotte is gone. Bailey, time off. You are the last yeah. woman yes. standing. Yeah. They had a good... The match was great. The spots, they had some good spots. With the um, weapons and stuff. They're like, oh, we out Yeah, it, it came off very... um. It, very, it came off, like, very inventive. And I, I kind of like that, too. Like, when a woman's, like, a hardcore, like, a street fight match, just seeing, like, the way they, like, mm-hmm. implement... Weapons in their matches. Yeah, I felt like they did a really good job yeah, at it. Beat each other's ass. How you gotta do it? As you, as as as, almost as you do, especially because I think Triple H said it. Like when he used to be in the ring with the click, like they would like really like hit one another just because they they were so good. Always got to be part yeah. of the click. Too slow. You know, shout out to Sasha. You know, had a great match. You know, and then to the other Hell in a Cell match, which I also thought the change. I was surprised. Was justified bro. also. I wasn't mad, but I was surprised. <laughs> nah, I knew it. I knew it. I, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Random. Because I felt like you, like Drew. I would have to say this WWE Championship run. You can't give somebody an A plus, Kudos. but he gets an A. Out of everything, he was supposed to fight Lesnar at WrestleMania. Didn't go through. Still, I mean, in front of fans, carried the company through its most as as long as most of the country, but as the company as a whole, wrestling first time in WWE history, fans not in the building, and he was the one to like. Carried him. He didn't fall under pressure. Didn't get hurt. He really had a great run. But then it was like it was about to be also like, yeah. What could he do if he didn't lose to Randy Orton? So it was better to like end it, end it while people still want more rather than people turning yeah, on. Yeah, I don't and think that's gonna be last. I think he's going. No. I'm not, he's not going to probably get it soon. But no, no, no. I I think if if things open, I think. When if things open up again, I think he will be yeah. the first one to get the championship. That, that well-deserved applause, you know, with the belt. Win it back in front of the fans who wasn't there at the chairman when he first won it. Yeah. Um. Shout out to him. Shout out to Randy, man. He, he's coming up there on the list. He's coming up there. Plant, planting. No, but that's how Randy. That's how Randy Orton for like the past eight years of like one not eight years, probably like six years. He's won his title. He just wins it on like a very random pay per view, and like oh, I'm champion. Yeah, I know some people. That was definitely a swerve for a lot of people on Sunday. 
they wasn't expecting that. I think it also sets up, you know, what's going on right now. Randy Orton and the Fiend. I think this is mm. this is the real full circle. Yeah. Or if we no, can get him at WrestleMania to write It might not wall. even happen at Mania. It might happen at like Rumble or something like that. The Fiend and Randy Orton? Okay. No. Yeah. Um the that a match is coming up? I mean there's a match is I think between up. them two. Oh uh, what's um they've been I think this will carry on. It could carry on into the rumble. Who knows? Um, but you know what's what's the event coming up in? What is it? TLC. We got. We got. Are they still doing TLC? TLC? Yeah, like I think it'll happen in December. Yeah, it's coming up soon. I was not nah, because you were saying on Mania. I was like, I think it's it'll happen before, before that. The latest will honestly no, be I the couldn't. Rumble, um, which will be very interesting how that works out. But um, I do see this, honestly, I, I see this pretty much happening come TLC. I think that's the route that's going to be taken. I think it's safe. They're still building up the uh, the storyline. And um, I think it'll be a, a bit of a longer program, so I think it'll, it'll pour over to pretty much rumble. And I think hopefully by then, I think we'll have Randy Orton and Edge again. Um for the title or just You know what? I think that's a it, it's a good question. I think one of the routes that they may have wanted to, to go with was possibly have Edge, you know, win the title. I think that might be something they might want to go with just to kind of, you know, long-term booking, basically. Um, but I don't know. I think it, it could lead up to it. It could be for the title, or it just could be somehow, you know, Edge Edge comes back, he interrupts the match, and <laughs> that's how it becomes. Like, who, there's, there's a lot of different ways it could play out. A lot of different, like, really good alternatives. Yeah. What I realized on Raw this past week, they got a lot of contenders over there more than I realized. AJ's over there now. Um, Bronze Day, Keith Lee. You know, Edge possibly coming back at the end of the year. The guy still drew in the cut. So they got a lot to play with over there on Raw. As far as the um, all time. Hopefully they oh. can um elevate Bobby Lashley. That's that's another into, one to like main event. Through the hurt business is all about that business. business. <laughs> Yo, you see how they did Titus? <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> He's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, that was you know who I, they? I think they're at the point now where they also need to bring a girl in. Mm, I heard some rumors. Mm, I, I, I also got. Know. I want to put a little side note on it. I do appreciate the Shelton Benjamin um, giving a little Mia Yim some love when when there was just like, oh, who you want to face? 
He said, T Bass, he was about the girl with the blue hair. They go they, they go way back. Um so that that was that was kinda cool. But I mean uh, I heard some talk. Yeah, that's him. exactly what I'm about to say. You know, a little glow and you know could go a long way. Hey man, it's what's best for business. The hurt business. You know, so like That'll that'll honestly be very cool. Um, I'm I'm loving the whole hurt business thing. I I really hope that it's not one of those like short term things and it becomes a joke. You know, I I, I hope that it's something that t- can stay mm-hmm. together at least for like a longer period of time. Yeah, because they carry most of the road. They carry yeah, a lot of segments. No, nah, yeah, they carried Raw from I would say this whole piece. Yeah, about it. They were like a big foundation block. You know, we also got to keep people entertained that's not in the crowds but on TV. Yeah, shout out to um MVP. Who's the MVP? And the crazy, I thought it was, I thought it was honestly going to be a one-off. Yeah, like second, I didn't expect him really to him to be around after the rumble when he made his surprise appearance. Yeah, because I think he had like a raw match that was in the PC, and it was like, yo, this is the retirement match, and then we didn't realize that after. Yeah. And then, like two weeks later, it was like, nah, they're going to keep him around, like as a producer, and then. He just yeah, started like doing the and then he's been stuff. pretty much like doing this on a regular. I'm like, okay, he got he got that full time deal. He's not out here, you know. I'm pretty sure he misses with you know hanging out with the boys like Carlito down in Puerto Rico and and doing all these these matches, <laughs> masters. You know the original crew, um, but um, it's it's a really nice second run. I think it's a very yeah. nice second run, very well deserved. Um, but I do want to mention one thing. So we we got another fallen soldier that got his name taken away. Oh yeah, and I just seen that. We, and, and I'm talking about no. the original Matt bro. Oh, Matt is no longer Matt. He is just Riddle. His name just Matt Riddle. Riddle be this. Riddle. Like, bro, That's what the fuck? No, he said he, he really like he. That's bad. But it's like, nah, that, that, that's... I don't, I don't, under, I don't, I don't get it though. Like, I don't understand what their like whole fascination is on just like singular names. But honestly, a a dual name sometimes adds to the coolness. Like Matt Riddle. Riddle, like Matt Riddle, just it just flows. It just flows. Matt Riddle, like nobody's really on talk shows. But if he was on a talk show, hey, this is Matt Riddle. This is Riddle. Riddle, like this ain't the fucking Joker. Like Riddle me this, Riddle me that. I'm pretty sure that's why they did that. They try to make him look like a buffoon on TV. Oh man, him and Sheamus had a little banger too on Raw.
some treatment. <laughs> and on top of that, Matt Riddle basically like the best threw also a shot at Booker T as well. I don't know what's up with him and these legends as well. Or like at the talking, nah, now, nah, but but one thing though, Booker T been real with now nah, because Shasha took a shot at him this week too. He's been acting real weird this year. This little gimmick cool. he been doing. Um, Booker like T, Booker T. Joe Budden right. He's now. been trying to get over like a like a gimmick of like trying to talk shit to everybody. Call. That's what I'm saying. Like some Joe. I Budden, know Booker T was like you know pretty much was saying how he'll never get in the business just being that guy who's just kind of comes into the room barefoot. It's like, eh. He's like, I make it work, bro. Uh, He's like, I make it work. I never understood that either. Because I don't understand, like, all these fucking flips and shit. I don't know how, like, any toes. It's a tolerance thing, honestly. Like, Like, you just got to get used to it. Yeah. And he's used to that because of the octagon. You know, I. You know, they don't wear no. You know, it changed with, uh, you know, his name now is uh, Miro. You know, he got his he got he got his foot fucked up, and they made him wear shoes. I think he ended up, you know, he was an air cast for quite. I some remember time. that. So we 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 we, we shall see where it goes. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's a wrap on Sally. Let me see. We got. We had a. Uh, <laughs> We had a big one yesterday, big Wednesday night. Now Wednesday night was really um was really great. I know um and um AEW was good, but I the everybody was tuned in for was hot was tuned in for Halloween Havoc. Yeah, which sounds so nice to now. say. I'm gonna say this now. What's up? Shout out to mm. Shotzi. Mm. You seen the mm. fit she had on yesterday? <laughs> you seen, the, you seen mm. the wardrobe changes? I mm. thought he was at a war show. She was looking special. Nice and special. Hey, man. She was the perfect selection. I agree. Um, it's crazy because, like, I remember when she was one of the the last contestants over at the last, I, uh, I think Triple H has a good idea. Um, tough enough shows, and she got hurt. People forget about that. She made her way back. Yeah, she's she's a bright. She's gonna be a big. I agree. Star. Nah, you can't say that because once they she, get to, I, I don't know. Down. She's gonna be. She's gonna be a star. All bets off. They're not gonna give you a hosting gig like that in USA because the comp because USA gotta prove that too. Like who's this chick? They gotta, yeah. Like they really can't just be. He's in USA. Like, oh, like who's this shotty black this. Like, They gotta be like, all right, we see it. Let me see what you clap. <laughs> USA. Yeah, like and then you know, oh, I would love Triple H to, to have this confidence mm-hmm. to let her do that. Get in her bag, and then I I learned on the side that she does like a whole um horror show podcast on the side and all this stuff. So it just played out hand in hand. Yeah, it was good shit. No, oh, so she was the perfect fit. Good shit. 
sucked. The sure. the card was who, good who shit too. A, who popped when Johnny um, opened the casket and hit him with the swing chin? <laughs> Johnny fucking take over. It was a good match. Now that was lit. Now who was who was Ghost? Nobody knows. Heard some theories. Um. I don't know. Somebody said Triple H. <laughs> Shit, I'm dying. Um, they were saying um, India. Which? Are, are you going to go into the whole uh, COVID thing? Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah. Cause they were saying because she has the whole thing going on with yeah, the wh- right now. But no, that's what um he they um they they use the she's the, one of the, she's quarantining right now because she can't be on TV right now. Oh, she well, she's she's out. been on that. Oh, so they kind of wanted a. Uh, she was originally in the plan, like she yeah, was so booked. When she comes back. Um, fourth wall. Uh, she was originally booked to be there uh last night, but she got put on the uh the shelf for a bit until, you know, whatever happens happens. Amen. So, that was so I think that's probably what, what, and what they, why they did that. Hmm. It was me. It was me. It was me all along. She's just waiting to say that when, when she comes back. <laughs> Honestly, wrestling needs more shit like that. Not not to be an attitude era love drunk. I'm just saying, just like an idea. You think it's like, way too radical, my friend. Sometimes it, it may like or may not work that all way. Along. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like trying, like nah, this fresh, was like nah, no, how, like no, no cap. This was like like the like, best um NXT. Yeah. Sure. It was a good. On it TV, good show. Oh, we have it. Yeah, yeah. On yeah, TV, on yeah. On TV, probably. I would say that other that that episode where Thatcher and Riddle was in the Lion Den yeah, or whatever that match was, that was also another good episode of NXT. And then we, that was like one of my favorites from the year. Yeah, we also okay. had a. Oh, some people might have forgot. You know, we had a. You know NXT UK today. We 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 finally have the oh, yeah. long-awaited, you know Walter and uh, Dragonoff fight. That should have taken place. Should have should have taken place back in March, but we finally got to see that heavy banger, Damn. and it lived up to the hype. I ain't gonna lie, they've been getting it in yeah. the other than, I haven't watched. Um, I didn't watch. It's uh, it's basically no fans. Like imagine the PC center, fans, no fans. just close up all screens, but they don't. They're not doing anything with how they would normally do with the fans now. With even if the interactive. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. Shout out to the UK. Speaking of UK, I know you've seen our guy came back. To the states, 
we seen um Pete Dunn make that trip back. What I heard, <laughs> um Tony Tony um Storm had dropped a little that supposedly for them to come back to the states, they got to go to Mexico for like two weeks quarantine and then come to the states. They got to go to Mexico to come to the United States. Yeah, the quarantine there and then come to the states. Okay, they got some. They got some loophole like that, but um, yeah. Pete Dunn with the um long term booking, turning on the UE. I like it. Like you said, long term booking. Um, and it goes to show that um, even if you are, quote unquote, like faces now, the shit you done as when you were hill still can't come back to bite you in the ass. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I ain't forget about that. Yeah, because like, like right now the the um, undisputed era is kind of treated as like faces now, in a sense. But this, they, for what they done to Pete, and why they got why he had revenge on them was done while they were heels. And it's like shit still catches up to you, face or not. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of long term booking with Pat too, because they was talking about how you know how on Ridge Holland got hurt. And beforehand, um, he basically, when he came up with the um whip, and then they was wondering who bought him the whip, and it was like Pat McPhee was like, of course he did. He's the one with the money and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they put a lot of like long long term booking into that whole feud with him and Cole now. So you know what's coming up next? War Games. I was just about to say that that that's that's the next stop. That should just be called the under undisputed era match. <laughs> It was about like the hey, fourth, fourth year in the War Games match. That shit bangs. No, it does. And I kind of like that. That's like the tradition going on now where it's the Undisputed Era and, and the War Games match every fall. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I already know somebody like Pat is going to do some wild shit off the cage. That's how somebody, Somebody's going to go all out. And then you got Pete Dunn back. Pete Dunn is looking hockey too. He looked like he did a, he did a bit. <laughs> no, that's what um, I'm trying to think. Like when most wrestlers when they come um when they come back, just because they have their different workout regimens, they come back a little buff. I remember when uh, Moxley came back. Yeah, he was looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Looked like he just did ten year bid. <laughs> he was like, who the hell is this? It was like, he yeah, had big ass Roman. What's going on? Yeah. That shit was wild. What else? We, um, yo, <laughs> Cameron, your man Cameron Grimes. <laughs> to the moon. Yo. That's like the most funniest shit in wrestling today. Yo, that was too funny. <laughs> that was too wild. What are you doing? Like, okay. Who came up with that whole shit with him and um Loomis? <laughs> He's like chasing him around the whole PC. They going through like a whole horror show. They went real cinematic with it. I fuck with it because it go it goes with the characters. Like Cameron Gons is like a goofy slapstick ca- um cowboy right now, and then Dexter Loomis is the creepy motherfucker. So you introduce the slapstick to the horror. With Loomis, and it comes out good. 
Yeah, that that worked out perfect. It I like how it, we've been through the show too. Because it, it honestly works for both of their characters. Loomis is the scary one, and the camera guys is like, like I said, the slapstick know-it-all cowboy. So he's not gonna like pertain well when shit start getting spooky and you're like, what the hell is all of this? Oh, yeah, um, that shit was crazy. Um, I thought the match, the the slapper of the night, um, the two ladies, Big Mommy Cool and Rhea, they was thrown down. They was thrown down. That was the first time I seen um Raquel get like real time like that. It was good to see see a fresh face get some some adequate time on um yeah, Rhea NXT made her look TV. Real good. Rhea's like really a star. She's not even twenty five yet. No, nah, she she I would say that she is a star, but it all comes down to booking. Like she's got to be booked correctly. Like I could like I can no longer get my hopes up with somebody with potential down in she, NXT. She, and it's crazy because like. You know, obviously we seen what happened during um Survivor Series and all the other stuff that happened at the end of the year and that she won the belt from Shayna. And then, you know, they, they sort of like lost her momentum there when they had it in the Charlotte feud. And then like it was like nothing was going on for the rest well, the first half of the year. And then, you know, recently, you know, they starting to build her up again. But like she was out of here. Cause I was just watching earlier mm-hmm. war games, um, Last year joint and she was she was the star of the show. Yeah, I think she she got she took the L. I think her taking the L at Mania. Huh. I would say it was the right call. Because what it did was was it gave her a platform. Like she she was an NXT wrestler that wrestled at WrestleMania. I think the first one, actually, besides, like, a Battle Royal, yeah. Andre Battle Royal, like, entrance. Like, she was the first NXT wrestler to, like, actually wrestle on WrestleMania. So, yeah. that that already is a Then, But she had to lose to give Charlotte's character a fresh new track of being NXT champion. And then, like you said, because then once, then she had to go back down the ladder and she kind of any um thoughts about the Raquel and Rhea match last night? Oh the two lady giants my Amazons <laughs> Big Mommy Cool she was looking scrumptious <laughs> capital your mic is on nah she, she good <laughs> What, 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 what can I say? She's mm. six foot one of all that. Mm. Mm. Hey man, they was throwing down. That, that second generation did her good. <laughs> hey man, the ladies delivered yesterday. The ladies deliver. Um. Then of course we got you know. Poppy came out for Eo. <laughs> got the Poppy. That was actually pretty dope. Mm. That, they, that they was a. Uh, 
What was that? No, I was gonna say like they just they did it right by her. Yeah. Um. You know, Kansas Eel when they get together, they just put on bangers. Like they, they like, can they can go. They can they can they can work. Those two girls can wrestle. Yeah, like they they was really uh, it was crazy because it was like t- when that match first started, it was like ten minutes left. So I'm thinking, yo, they they gonna have a short time, but they went over. <laughs> yeah, pulling the AEW um all in. Yeah, they went they all went out. <laughs> yeah, they went a um a extra ten minutes though. They because the um NXT didn't enter like ten ten. Mm-hmm. So they let them get the get their time off and stuff like that. Um, RP to they got the um, USA money. Yeah, RP to Kansas though. She took a crazy bump. Yo, the, the, which one of the one where she crashes through the ladder on her knees? Yeah. Ooh, I felt those. Damn. I felt like a fifty-year-old man, just like, oh. He's not a fifty-year-old man. Yo, like that was a hard shot. Like I cringed. I was like, was that supposed to happen? I was, was going to say, like, I didn't, I don't, never really seen anybody, like, go knee first. That was a new form. I was like, dang. I was like, what did I just watch? The bump was so hard, like, EO even was like, whoa, what's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> EO was like, yo, you good? <laughs> I was like, yo. She's like, you good? Like, you good, good? Like, I'm going to get the belt. All right. <laughs> you good? <laughs> I was like, damn, damn. Even at one point, Shotty came out with the leather on. Hey, Sean Smith over here. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. We, we, we seen age bracket. Sean Smith wasn't that. <laughs> Sean Smith doesn't see any any age brackets. He doesn't see yeah. it. it's, a, it's, a, it's an illusion. Nah, I would say not not to be fucked up because something happened and somebody lost money and their shit. But I'll never forget that day, Miami. Like he would just say the whole that whole day. He was like, Mike was like, "Yo, my hands are tied." I'm like, "Yo, Miami, if you don't shut the hell up." <laughs> like he was dead, like um, impersonating Mike. He was like, "My hands are tied." <laughs> hey, man. He, oh no! Try on this one. Hey man, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it but is. I, I hope. I hope. Hopefully, they do bring it back. I do. I do like the concept. If they are able to turn Halloween Havoc into a takeover, where they can have Halloween Havoc and Hell in a Cell back to back. Yeah, same week. I honestly, yeah, I would have been all for having this a takeover on on Saturday, and then having even though we, on the Sunday, right? Even though we've been having uh, most of these, honestly, go down um, on Sundays now. Yeah, giving them that, you know, y'all can get the Sunday bump now. No, but Does I think he... it'll add to the weekend, especially because like how they like with. Getting everybody in like the the festive spirit in a sense with all the costumes. Yeah, I guess you like the theme, like the theme, like mm-hmm. the um, Halloweenish. So you kick that off on Saturday, and then you give everybody hell in the cell on Sunday, and it'll be like the Halloween weekend. Hey, you know, there you go. Hey, hey, 
Hey, hey, hey, hey, hey, hey, hey, hey, hey, it's an AEW. Yeah, well, over, bro, you know, Halloween have it. Down in, yeah, I like that. I, I really hope they keep it. And it's like, people like saying Halloween Havoc. Like, that's also another, like, name. Even if people don't know what the fuck, if it's wrestling or not, that shit sounds cool and passable. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, to the old guard, people that don't watch wrestling no more that know about Halloween Havoc. They're like, oh, hold on, what's going on here? Man, what's that Halloween Havoc? I haven't seen this. It's like Bill Goldberg. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I think that I think Goldberg is like so synonymous with like Halloween Havoc. Like if you was to like do like a therapy shit, would it be like show your image and like you'll say the first thing in your head? You'd be like Halloween Havoc. All right, Goldberg. Gilbert. Honestly, like anytime I think of Halloween Havoc, I always think of the infamous nineteen ninety eight. Oh man. Havoc. Infamous. I don't know if you guys oh, remember. This is this is when WCW started taking a turn for the bad. That was that was like so. It was a great. No, I want to say it wasn't great, but it was it was a it was a pretty good on paper pay per view that was supposed to be the, the the final like the the second match between Hogan and the Warrior. Didn't live mm-hmm. up to ex- expectations. That's number one. Um, I believe we also had uh, Bret Hart and Sting in that match. But the number one thing you also got to remember, that was the one where they they went over time. I was about to say, that was the DDP, and they had to give it away on TV. They had to give it for free for free. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. We got to go. We got to go. Yo, what what, what Ty's been saying recently? A sloppy shop? That's what it was. We we gotta go, we gotta go. Especially in that time era where pay per view was king, and yep. for somebody to put down so much money on a wrestling pay per view and to not get a finish, and to not even see the resolution of the match to have that shit cut off, I can only imagine the telephone calls to cable providers that night. I can imagine Vince's reaction. <laughs> he was just like, "Look at these clowns, bum ass." <laughs> And they can hang with us. I'm pretty sure, and they got hit with a class action. I'm, I'm pretty sure they had to. They, had, they had to give it away for free. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Goldberg, Africa, right? Fucking Goldberg. '96 was good. '96 Halloween Havoc was good. That was the one where um, Roddy Roddy Piper came back. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. Uh, I believe '96. What happened? Who, who's that 97? Um, Obviously, we had the infamous Rey Mysterio with shout out to Santos last night for wearing a costume. Who, who wore the, ring, the in-ring gear? Yep. The infamous Eddie Guerrero. That was 97. Yeah, that, I know that match happened in 97. But like, who, who, who's on the main bill? Uh, main bill on that one. Uh... I feel like that was like Sting Hogan. I think that was that, that was the main bill. I, was it ninety? That I think that was ninety seven. I think it was um, Piper and Hogan in the steel cage match. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, you was right. Hogan, Piper, still kid. Um, I know Macho Man was on that card as well. The Macho Man. Yeah, he, he, he faced um DDP in a Las Vegas sudden death match. Whatever the fuck that was, but I remember he was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fuck that was. Also, has your man Jericho on the car versus Guido. Guido. Gato. Gato. Niggas old. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Let's get run. They don't. They don't make bank that anymore. Yeah. But you know, Eddie is is onto um with AEW. Want to break it down for us, T? T T. Most I think I. I yeah. I think he didn't even want to talk about it no more. <laughs> he was just like, ah, you know, you already know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, but you, um, did you catch um championship week last week on AEW? It was, it was fucking really good. It was honestly like really, really good. Um, I, what I'm really liking the most is, you know, Orange Cassidy, you know, coming into his own. Mm. Yo. This yeah. shit died on us? Nah, nah. We, we still in. We still oh. in. We were just talking about um, we was about to get into the AEW Championship week. No, I'm saying it's dope. I was just saying um, it feels like AEW, I know, like, last episode, like I said, they were, like, you can kind of tell they were just taking it easy for a little bit, like a little catching their breath period, because they're not. You don't want to go a hundred percent all the time. Can't be like so. They was just like letting things die out to build up, but right now they they have like a lot of momentum and storylines going forward. That's making AEW a great watch. You know they're trying to gear up everything for no pun intended. You know, but. They got a nice little full, full gear. Full gear looks stacked. And I went to the full gear last year. Lord, did I yeah, know that remember was... that. <laughs> I did not know that was going to be my last wrestling show. <laughs> a lot of shit was. When our full gear in Baltimore was lit, I had a great time. It was it was kind of cool seeing, like, AEW's, like, was, like, I want to say, like, second, third pay-per-view. At that time, but other than that, I'm excited for this card. I think Eddie Kingston and Moxley. I think that's a going to be a fantastic main event. We have the match, like five years in the making. Who would have ever thought the Young Bucks and FTR would finally have a match, and no fans would be around to see it? The marks are dying. <laughs> Like, if you put that on Vegas, you probably have one mad money. It's tragic. So it's like, it's like we finally get it, and this is what's going on. 
But it, it had to happen. Like, honestly, you would want this match to happen in front of fans. But like Chris said earlier in the show, like, you don't know what's going on. You don't know when, if it can ever be like a packed house. So the show got to go on and we got to get the matchup. Yeah, you just, you don't know. We just it, don't know. And it won't be the last one. These two are in the same company. Both tag teams. How you feel about the stipulation? Oh, uh, what was the stipulation that was added? Um, if the Young Bucks lose, they will never challenge for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Again. I ain't going for a little Cody. <laughs> the, I'm tired of these fucking matches. It's like the same. Yeah, what's going on with the league? It's going it's on always with something. You. I think that's uh, we'll like, never challenge for the title. It's like, yeah, I think like that's like Cody's like way of like trying to bring the old school back to like modern. Cause that is no. like an old school type of stip- stipulation, but like it gets overdone. Absolutely. Like every time you turn around, somebody can't. If if they don't win this match, they can't um, vie for the titles again. Then they put put themselves in a position. It's like, all right, so you what you telling me is what the young bucks are gonna win. Or they yeah. won't actually challenge for the titles anymore. Yeah. And you just say, fuck it, we, we already know we're a good tag team, so we don't need the titles. But then that, like, <laughs> shoots them in the foot because the Young Bucks, as, like, the figurehead of the tag team division, should one day be carrying the belts in their own company. Yeah, still got a business on. I'm saying not, not on, like, some Jeff Jarrett level, but they still at least, like, need one, like, one run. Fucking Jeff Jarrett. You know what's the funny? Always <laughs> Like, when I used to watch TNA, that was before, like, Dirt Sheets and whatnot. I was like, how come this, Jet, this Jeff Jarrett is always winning the championship? And that's before I knew he was, like, owner and shit like that. I was like, how? Double J, king of the mountain. Like, every time I turn around, this nigga had the fucking championship. It's like, why? It's like, my man's like, stop being a glorified hoarder right now. It was like if and, Vinnie Mac was like a five-time champ. And it wasn't like he had like long title ranges. Like, must be nice when you own the company. Shit. I know AJ Styles and was getting pissed. I don't I don't think they really minded it though. To like some type of level, he kind of gave them like like the Chris Jericho bump up. As like the established AJ veteran. Didn't... AJ didn't even win in, I believe, till like maybe eleven. Because that was yeah. like the that was like the storyline behind it, like him being there all that time and never winning the world championship. There's a he could never have made it. But shit should be good. I I think um what else is on the AW card? Alan Jones. You got your own. You got Jericho and MJF. Which is, uh, yo, Chris Jericho, he hopped out. He just had a a crazy-ass feud with Orange Cassidy. And this nigga upped his way into another great feud. And then the the best thing about it, it's not like the Orange Cassidy one. Yeah, you know, 
They was getting a lot of praise last week for the musical. The little show also... tune? Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was honestly really good. And it was so Thank unexpected. You. And because they were, I remember they they uh, was hyping it up as like a dinner. And then Chris said something, and I just heard a piano. It was like, well. I was like, what? Is it we're about to do this? <laughs> but it, it, it worked so well. It, I'm not expecting everybody to start singing show tunes. We're not getting carried away. But for, like, that segment was, like, really dope. I will say, though, if the other company would have did this, we would have never had the end, heard the end of this. No it, it, no, it all falls down to, like, execution. If WWE would have did this, no matter who would have did this, they would have shitted on this. I, I think, <laughs> I think um, no, 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 no. I think if Xavier and Kofi tried a and musical this, like that, they could get yeah. away with it. All right, so, they, yeah, the new, the new Day is bulletproof. But if somebody else would have did this... I think it would have depend. Oh, I, I think it honestly would have gone down who could have played it off and actually... Yeah, it, it, was, it was the execution. Like, it had to be executed, like, how they did it. Not exactly, but it had to be like surprising while also also good. Just don't throw show tunes in to make a musical without no logic behind it. That's the only way I see that happen. But yeah, I can see like Xavier and Kofi, you like they 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 can they I can see them if W could try something like that, they would be the ones to do it. Yeah, the new day could do anything. You know, they be throwing pancakes, <laughs> worn out pancakes in the audience. People be eating it. Like you know. the new day, maybe even the hurt business. I can see the hurt business singing some show tunes. No, yeah. Stop. <laughs> it's all about business over there. We don't do that, bro. I can see MVP saying, MVP like, we don't do the wets. Stop. <laughs> No, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe had like Shelton and like Bobby and, like, Lashley like goof off like singing, and you just see MVP like, "What the hell are y'all doing? What are you, what are you guys doing? You just you, you sing it." People like I am a I am a prime alto. Things like MVP gotta, or something like that. Got a five heartbeats now. Get out of here. Get the fuck. Out. I can see Miz. No, I can see Miz and Morrison. Doing something like that. Hey, hey. I mean, they did. Oh, do the, oh. They did the rap tunes. They did the rap, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I can see like it just boils down to like who the occupants in said WWE musical can um can pull it off or not. Ain't nobody. Okay, um, hey. Um, yo, you was right. The cleaners back. So that match, Omega. So the match last night against Mister Cero Miedo. The cleaner is back. I'm happy for him though, and it goes like the edge. He's like picking it up because we said this because people thought when the AEW done. Um, Debut, they were get Kenny Omega, NW, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling star, and his character like right off the bat. And 
feel like sent to new heights. But it was like, no, you have to. The audience has to get acclimated to the roster at first, and also him. I don't think not too many national TVs have had Kenny Omega on, on it. Hey, let let Melcher tell it. He he swore he was the biggest star in the world. Really? Yeah, this is what he was spewing out. That's why. That's why this this whole Kenny Omega little where's the cleaner at started in the first place. But Melcher should know better. He should know that they needed time to like. Because one thing AEW couldn't have done, they couldn't have debuted and had Cody, Young Bucks, Hangman, Omega, all carrying the titles right off the bat. Hey, here now, Adam Page, him and him and Kenny. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a banger. No, this, that that match is gonna be really good. And um, I would say I like the way that they into um, in a weave the storyline with also the the match placement of how like their feud is being channeled through the tournament. Yeah. So throwing something at stake. Yeah, and I like that. Like maybe like because these two have been itching to. Um, get at one another. They haven't fought yet, but the number one contenders tournament will be the one to finally bring these two together. And now that you add a number one contenders on top of that, quote unquote, first blood feud, makes perfect sense. Yes, indeed. You got your man. Um, also on the card, Cody. Versus Darby Allen, that's a, yeah. him and Darby has had had like some great chemistry. I, I like that match. Yeah, got a got a stack card for um for full gear. Luckily, I wish I could be in attendance for it, but as the rest of the world, we shall watch from afar. Unless you're related to Tony Khan. <laughs> Unless you Hey man, we'll see. We'll see. We got full gear coming up um next week. Mm-hmm. No? It's gonna be a very interesting time. And speaking of interesting time, I know we haven't really talked too much about them on the podcast, but Impact just recently they had somebody get shot at a wedding. Which, because you know, pro wrestling and guns really don't go together. I think the the last time he even tried that was Pillman's got a gun. Pillman's got a gun. And fucking USA was like, "What is this? This can never be aired. Something like this can never be aired on our TV network ever again." (laughs) I seem to remember. And he's thinking wow. like my shit got cut off, and I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, don't tell me my cable just went out." Nigga, still Austin was dead. That was perfect usage of it, though, because like back then, especially, you didn't have like the internet or Twitter to say, "Yo, did anybody else's like cable cut out?" Like you were just chilling, 
just see Steve Austin storm the front castle, <laughs> and they just get the fucking static. You like what the hell happened? It literally was like the finale of The Sopranos. <laughs> it's like sometimes you. Anybody sitting there like. He's like, you just don't know. But if you don't know, now you know. If you don't know, that is definitely true. But this is dope. Um, I think for like our last little bit, we're in the Halloween season. I don't know if you guys been watching any horror movies. If you have some like that you want checked out or like that you like, or like how y'all feeling this Halloween dressing up. No dress up, but you know, usually around this time, Halloween, one of my favorite seasons. You know, I love when um AMC, you know, puts on all the horror movies, so I could just binge out, watch a bit, little bit of Friday the Thirteenth, or um, you know, Freddy. You know, gotta love that hocus pocus. He said that hocus pocus. Hocus If you don't, if you don't, can't forget you about that. hocus pocus. You're trash. Can't forget about nah, he's not lying though. If you got Hocus Pocus on DVD, you probably get hella pussy. Yo, that is legit. <laughs> that like, you got Hocus Pocus? Oh, you want to watch Hocus Hell yeah. yeah. We don't know what Hocus Pocus deal with. Yeah, Hocus Pocus for any um, wrestling Oof. fans out there that want to get themselves a nice lady, just get you Hocus Pocus on DVD and Teddy guarantees they will come a flocking. Look, see the fellas are giving out free game right now. You know, get you get you hocus pocus. Maybe if you got a PS4, get the Blu-ray. Get a Blu-ray. <laughs> Yo, just get on the Freedom Platform channel, and it's on every day. Word, every day, like they doing what's that? The the countdown. Yeah, it's on every basically every day. Like twenty four seven. We're trying to give you free game yeah, here like, for nine ninety nine. Yeah, she if she's too scary for Michael Myers, go with hocus pocus. Yeah, girls love Hocus Pocus. I knew that at an early age. I remember like being in third, fourth grade, and girls were like, Hocus Pocus is coming on Disney Channel today. And girls were like, ah, like, Eli, like, hey, 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 hey. Like, I knew from a young age, something about that movie just like stuck with the female heart. So if you're not up on that Hocus Pocus, I best, we best advise y'all. Because you over. To get up on that. You would already know. It's like the notebook of horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing I was, um, I was like, I really thought about, like, when I was watching horror movies this month, I like how horror movies is kind of like a blend of, like, a lot of genres. Like, if you look down into it, like, horror movies is like a blend of, like, a lot of stuff. It's like a, you get the teen movie. You get horror. You get like a family aspect. You get some eye candy. You get like, um, if it touches on it, it's like very meta. Like horror movies is like some some really dope shit. And I know a lot of people don't watch them, but it is what it is. What's your favorite horror movie? My favorite? Damn. I got to go with Hostel. Mm, that's a wild one. Yeah. One and two. I'll say one. Because two, that's when they went overseas and none of them talk like me. So I was like, nah, this can't be me. 
You know what was trash though? What? Tales from the Hood. Chill, <laughs> that's a hood classic. That's a hood classic. Tales from the fucking hood was like, I was like, I, I can't, I can't support this. You that's like the that's like the first one that starts the hood horror movie marathon. There's Tales from the Hood, and there's Leprechaun Le- in the Hood. That come on BT. <laughs> and then there's Bones. Bones. Oh <laughs> <laughs> man, Jimmy Bones. So you know, I remember the, the poster for Bones in the movie theater. I don't know, what the fuck is Snoop Dogg doing in this Bones. movie? Bones. Man, was permed out. I'm a, I'm a horror movie, y'all. Snoop Dogg. That was the kind of movie you went to go see at 161st in the Bronx. The movie theater out there. That's the fucking sticky ass floors. <laughs> Hope you ain't get jumped at there. And then we were talking about it. Um, Chris brought it up. Um, Halloween Resurrection before we got on the air with Buster Rhymes and his infamous Kung Fu. Like, I was going to tell you, like, that scene is like so revered around the film community. Just because, like, how so out there it was. Yo, I, still remember the, I still remember the <laughs> time. He was like, you're looking kind of toasty, Michael. <laughs> Rest he in said, peace, he said, Mike Cat, baggy overalls. <laughs> That's, like, the closest we're going to get to Michael Myers coming to the hood. Like, he's getting flamed as soon as he hit the block. Yeah, because Jason came to the hood. Because... When he came, uh, when he came to Manhattan. Oh yeah, he came to he came to Times Square. No, no, no. But it was that one dude, the one dude that actually like gave Jason a fight, and then he cut off his head. Oh yeah, my man was swinging for the fences, man. He, <laughs> and he, he he technically he wasn't he was he, he wasn't really from the hood. He was he was a light dude. He was, but he was he he was he was he was the hood symbol. Like that guy was the symbol for all the. In the city, youth kids at the time. Yo, my man, yo, Jason floored him. <laughs> he floored him. But I'm trying. And I just want to go back to that Buster Rhymes. Because even about, I was like, because I think that was the time, too, when, like, hip-hop was big and, like, mad. Cause I remember LL Cool J was in, like, the one before that. H2O. Yeah, somebody in Halloween was, like, a big hip-hop head. Because then he was just, he was like, all right, should hide. We just going to start shoving him in here. Shit. Because LL Cool J had no business being in a Halloween movie. No. Niggas had him playing security. <laughs> you the weak ass <laughs> security guard, son. He was over here doing poems. And... He's like, I'm just trying to fade. <laughs> he over here doing poems with Bay on the phone. Michael Myers is getting into the, the, the gated community. You know what was a really good watch, though? Uh, See No Evil with Kane. Oh, with Kane. Oh, with Kane. oh yeah. it's Kane. Oh, that's, Kane. That's, that's, that's gotta be. That's Man. gotta be Kane. I'll give credit though. When that movie was coming out, along with the first WWE films before it got saturated, they used May to 19. like they used to like market the shit and promote it like hey. May nineteen. May nineteen. It's Kane. We don't see no evil. I would love, to, I would love for them to retouch on that. I Maybe give like scenes if they if they want. I thought there should have been a second one. I I don't know. I don't think they did, but I think they would have. They should have done a second one. Yeah, I thought Kane was about to have a franchise. I thought Kane was about to be out of here. 
towards them, like being the next Leatherface. Shit, the way they was doing him, I was like, oh, he out of here. Okay, remember he he started bringing the hook down to the yeah, ring? yeah. But yeah, <laughs> nah, WWE went all in with some see no evil. It was good shit. It was good shit. I would say the Halloween from 2018. That was some really good shit. What a banger! Any anybody out there is looking for some horror movies to watch? <laughs> Yo, my man, like I told y'all, Ophir, Mike definitely had to hit replacement. <laughs> my man was moving different. I would say between like the big four, between like Texas Chainsaw, Freddie, Jason, and Michael Myers, like who who's like your favorite out of the bunch? My favorite is Mike. Mike. But I definitely I, I fuck with Freddie. I'm I'm more of a Mike guy. I think I like the Michael Myers, like the the silent assassin. Nah, you know what's funny though? Like the 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 mid Michael Myers movies, like Halloween four and five, mm-hmm. where the movie's bad, but it's like so funny because like Doctor Loomis is so obsessed of like <laughs> capturing him, he would like sacrifice people to get him. Like I think it was like in five, he he like took Michael Myers' niece and he was like using her as like bait, <laughs> and then he put he dropped the net, and then he's like beating the shit out of Michael Myers with a cane. And he's so old. He's so old that he just fell on top of him. <laughs> he's like, die, die. As he dies, he dies. Thank <laughs> you. It's like, if you really look at it, like, Loomis and Mike had like a love relationship. Like, they couldn't just, they had to always be with each other. Thank you. Yeah. He wasn't ready. <laughs> I, I love when he goes to Haddonfield. He's like, warning everybody, like, y'all don't understand. He's evil. And everybody's looking at him like he's crazy and stuff. They're like, boy, stop. And then it turns out, like, I think it was in, like, a, one of the movies. He was like, you don't see what happened to your daughter last year? <laughs> I warned you. Like, he's wild. And Loomis was wild. But he was right, though. He was. No, they all was wild. But, no, this is the Halloween episode, guys. Shit was lit. I'm glad, yeah, guys, everybody tuned in. Money Mouth can tell y'all we getting a lot of love these past few episodes. Y'all really like us. They like oh, yeah. us. They really, really like us. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hopefully some merch on the way. You know, we'll see. Got to get to details, but we'll let y'all know. You know. Yeah. Hope everybody has a happy and safe Halloween. Wear your mask on top of your mask. You mean a mask <laughs> in a mask? <laughs> Whatever you better wear your mask on top of. I don't know how that's gonna go down. Too another reason why I'm I'm excited to see this Halloween play out. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We about to we about to hit an old time rate. It's about to be looking like April again with these Halloween parties. Ooh, we about to get lit. Should I be lit? Well, we out, y'all. I think we we should hit everybody before. We're like Survivor Series or after. We be out after. Yeah, you know. I think we could do before Survivor. At the um full gear, you know. Okay, so we we'll be back soon, guys. We'll be in November. Yeah, we got some good pay per views coming up this this month coming up. You know, after this fuckery election and all that. Well, yeah, please vote, but vote correctly. 
It was like, it was like, vote or die. Remember that? Vote or die. I, I asked my mom about that. She do not remember. I was like, you remember Puff Daddy? I remember that, that shit. Vote or die. Mean, give me that shit. Nigga made it seem like. <laughs> made it seem like they was coming to your door. Vote or die, die, motherfucker. What's good? This is like, like. This is like $42 in Macy's, them shirts. <laughs> yeah, yo, let me get the voter down. Let me get a, let me get a large. Yo, they showed a picture on the gram, like with um Chauncey Billups. He had the voter die, baggy ass, <laughs> T on. I'm going to put that up on Instagram. Maybe tomorrow. I'm going to find an old picture of some voter die. He just Maybe looked at him like, stand like these things are way. What a campaign, voter die. Voter die. Where's <laughs> it, though? Well, hey, y'all, we, we out. out. We'll catch on the flip side. Deuce. Holla.